Guys of a Certain Age is brought to you by no one. Absolutely no one. Except these dudes walking down memory lane. Now let's head to the studio to see what they misremember next. And you know what time it is. That music means it's guys of a certain age. Robbie Koblenz back in studio with my compadres. Who's Art point- Shirley. He's pointing at both of us this time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> jump shot, Art Jay- Shirley. And Jay Reed. Have you guys ever won a jump shot? No, absolutely not. No. Ever not won? even with my children when they were younger. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So they would jump a jump shot, you know, basketball, the jump ball at the beginning. Okay. okay. Yeah, yeah. So that would be no from Jay as well. Yeah. Uh, yeah Ask my, me if we played horse. I can, I can answer that. My, my vertical is about, uh, is about an inch and a half. So, yeah. 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 So, but even when your kids were little. That was a joke. Oh, this is the humor. I'm bringing the oh, humor. You're bringing the humor. Yeah. You're bringing the humor. Me, me being athletic is humorous. That was yes. that's hilarious. <laughs> I, I, I tell folks every ounce of athletic ability my uh, my boys have came from their mom. Yeah, that's kind of my, the case in our family. Too. And I always complain Art. about my old band injuries. <laughs> wow. Uh, last uh, a week ago, uh, we the youngest son and I were in Atlanta at a. Um, at a football clinic. Mark's a long snapper, right? And I forgot he was talking to one of the coaches who was instructing him and he pointed he pointed to me and said, Yeah, he's a band nerd. And it's like, <laughs> Oh Mark, you know, Yikes. really? I mean, you've got all these football types and coaches and you just labeled me, you exposed me in the middle as a band nerd. But anyway, that's that's the way it goes. But a proud band nerd. A yeah. proud band Amen. nerd. There you go. There you yeah. go. Well let's jump into a little geekage of the weekage. How'd you like that? Man, I just came up with that. I'm sure. telling you. I need to trademark that now. Right, right now. Sleep. Robbie probably has the website yeah. already purchased. <laughs> Boom. There it is. There it is. Oh. And we're going to uh, we're gonna sell it at auction next Domain week. Name. So. Well, do you have something? Yeah, yeah. So I've got this great thing that applies to all of us and probably a lot of our folks. Oh, by the way, shout out to Mervyn. Uh, my cousin Mervyn, who's listening and critiquing in real time, apparently something that we had come up with, some name we were trying to come up with, he was yelling at his uh, podcast player, and then Art, you came up with it the last episode. Oh, good. What was it? I don't remember. Okay. Yeah. Mervyn. Thanks, Mervyn. Thanks, Mervyn. Yeah. Feel free to call in. Oh, wait. We don't have phones. Uh, yeah. Well. There's that. We should probably <laughs> Skype him in at some point. So, but... Netflix has released a binge-watching contract. Okay, so what's the binge-watching rules in your house with your with your wives? Well, go ahead. We don't really have a rule. Um, we when she falls asleep, I I turn it off. <laughs> wow, you're a good husband. <laughs> Most sometimes it depends on how far we are into the episode. What about you, Art? I don't. You know, you've read the the contract to me now. So some of the ones that that we I don't know if we have rules. I know, in fact, I know we don't have rules. But uh, one thing I do, you know, and we're both guilty about it is let's watch this, you know, without the iPhones or the iPads in hand. And, you know, we try to do that. But, you know, some shows one of us is more interested in than the other. So it, the other of us will, will pick up an iPad or iPhone and kind of get through things. Or if there's something scary kind of want to lose ourselves in the iPad. Oh, there you go. <laughs> there you go. Well, uh, the first term, terms and condition item applies completely to me because the terms and conditions of the Netflix binge watching binge co-watching contract 
is number one, I won't fall asleep. Yeah. So this is written up as a contract between blank and blank. The witness is Netflix. Number one is I won't fall asleep. Number two, I won't get distracted by my phone, causing the other person to rewind because I miss something. Oh, hey, hey, can you can you rewind that back? Can you rewind that back? Yeah. yeah. Number three, I won't continue watching a show without the other person present. That's the one that would get me because Bonnie and I watch things at different times. She wants to, you know, number one and number three are like written for me because we would watch things probably 10 o'clock after, after the kids are gone to bed or whatever. And I'm, I'm out like a light. And the last thing we tried to binge watch together was Downton Abbey. And, uh, I managed my way through most of that, but, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, yeah, didn't work. And then I like to go ahead and truly binge and consume something. I'm going to want it, you know, bit after bit. Uh, number four, I won't talk whilst the show is on. Ah. Yeah, that's important. That's yeah. very important. And then number five, in the event that I come across a spoiler, I won't share it with the other person. And there's two lines for signatures. So, um, so could you guys hold up your your end of the of the of the contract? Yeah, I think in in most cases I could. Now the the one thing that you had, what was it? I will not watch. Thank you. I won't continue watching a show without the other person present. I guess this would address the bathroom situation so it's like and you can always tell you can always tell how interested someone is in the show that you're watching because it's like they get, get up and you go hey you want to pause this no that's okay yep exactly yeah. uh -huh. been there yeah yeah i'm gonna go do uh, a couple of loads of laundry and, oh gosh uh, yeah are you living in my house <laughs> yeah. so you're not really into this show that much no 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 listen you know so it's okay. can i watch it with no don't watch it without me you know don't don't yeah so yeah, fun. And then to that point, too, you know, we'll get to a show and it's like, I just don't know if I'm going to, you know, one of the others, I don't know if I'm going to continue watching this. And then it's like, you, you, this probably need to be in, probably needs to be in the contract, too. If in the event one party decides they are no longer interested, is it okay for the other one to continue? Because invariably what happens is you'll watch an episode or two. The other person walks in and realizes, hey, it looks like it's gotten good again. Uh -huh. Are you still watching this? Yeah. Well, well, why didn't you tell me? I did. We talked about that. So. Yeah. We signed a contract. Yeah. Then you also have the possible issue of if some, if you're still a season or two out from finishing, then if one person continues through a couple of seasons, that could take some time and then you're just yeah. kind of stuck yeah. waiting for, yeah. for the other person. That's right. So that's, that's an important thing to consider. And although this is Netflix, I would imagine... They wouldn't like it, but you could apply it to the other streaming services as yeah. well, right? I, I think Hulu would uh, serve as a witness as well. Yeah, yeah. Amazon Prime. Yeah. I don't know about, v what is it, Voodoo, V-U-D-U? No. Voodoo, yeah. you're on your own. Yeah. What about the DC universe? De they definitely <laughs> own your own on that one. That's, that's, you know, if they came up with a partner contract for the DC universe, people would laugh, you know. <laughs> There's probably something, I won't turn the volume up too loud in my mom's basement. <laughs> <laughs> whilst watching it <laughs> right wow wow so, although i will say you know i haven't watched the last episode yet but becky does wander in on swamp thing and gets kind of hey what, you, what is this now what's going on and then you have to that should be another thing too if the other party has decided not to watch they cannot ask for a recap within the last three minutes of the show <laughs> so so catch me up catch me up what's going on here well this guy he lives in the swamp <laughs> Is now a thing. <laughs> You're good. Got up. <laughs> That's right. Got like days of our lives. <laughs> oh man. This and is you know, 
after seven times, you no longer have to sing Swamp Thing to the tune of Wild Thing every time you come in. <laughs> Swamp Thing. Got it. <laughs> I think we're getting a little insight into arts. I think we've life. touched. It makes me laugh every time. I think we've touched on a yeah. nerve. I yeah, mean. It, we, we enjoy a lot of shows together. Yeah. But yeah. then we go our separate ways on some things. Too. Yeah. Q Journey. Worlds apart. Yeah. Yeah. There Can you, you plug that in? Jake, could you plug that in or whoever's cutting this now? I don't know who's going to cut yeah. this one. If I think about it, I'll try to, but okay. probably not. So that's just the way it goes. Uh, well, Art, you had uh, you had a little <laughs> well, thing. We're out of time. <laughs> <laughs> we're out of t- so this week was Art of a Certain Age. Yeah. Yeah. So, but uh, what were you going to say? Certain rage. A certain uh, rage. Art of a certain rage. Yeah. So, I mean, we, we talked a little something off mic. Yeah. Okay. I was trying to think. Did we talk about that owner off the mic? Microphone. Uh, Kevin Conroy, is that what it that's was? That's right. That's yeah, Kevin right. Conroy is going to play Bruce Wayne in the upcoming uh, CW Crisis on Infinite Earth special, which I'm sure will include Arrow and its final season, The Flash and Supergirl. I think those are the only three that are involved. Legends may be involved. Uh, I know there's some talk about adding Black Lightning and, and bringing them into that into the fold as well. But usually it's just it's always those three shows, Arrow, Supergirl and Flash. Uh, but they've they've announced some other people that are in here too. But Kevin Conroy doing his first live action role as a Batman character and playing Bruce Wayne, and the images I've seen always show the older Bruce Wayne from Batman Beyond. That's right. So yeah. I think that's probably who he's going to be. And then just this morning, and I can't find the story here, but I also heard that Michael Rosenblum, Rosenbaum, um. who played Lex Luthor in the Smallville uh, TV series, and is one of the best, you know, arguably the best to play Lex Luthor. Absolutely. Yeah, I know he's your favorite of all time. Absolutely. He's just great. You know, maybe coming back, uh, maybe uh, doing a cameo role as well, and, and him playing Lex Luthor in live action would be just outstanding. But I'm lo- really looking forward to seeing Kevin Conroy play Bruce Wayne. He would uh, he would be great as a, as a Bruce Wayne. Yeah. Uh, you know, older I think Bruce it's, Wayne. it's nice. to. It, uh, there's a lot of fan service coming up in uh, – in this particular crossover, it looks like usually there's three episodes. They'll do one on each. Uh, you know, it's a they run it the same week, and each uh, series will have their own episode part of it, whether it's three or four. And one of the original writers of Crisis on Infinite Earth. Oh yeah, you told me this. I didn't know this. Yeah, it's, so it's it's Marv the, Wolfman. Yeah, is in the writers' room for this. Yeah, so that's great. So uh, you know they, you know, like I said, they get slammed a lot for for a lot of things they do, but uh, I do think they they have the fans in mind with a lot of things they uh, they come up with. So for people like me who are not as up on Kevin Conroy, he was in the animated series, is that right? He was the voice of Bat- Batman in the in the Beatos Batman the animated series. Yeah. Okay. So, so that so he's we're going to need voice. A, we're going to need a guys of a certain age contract. <laughs> Catch me up, catch me up. Yeah, animated series. Was that a big thing? Did that make it? Yeah. It's a big thing to you two, I know, because we talked about it so oh, many times. Oh, wait a minute. Was that, were we just slammed? We were. No, I think we, we were, were just, yeah. I'm learning. I'm just trying to learn from the well, gurus. Oh, oh, oh we've got to say. Jay finally snaps. It's taken 30 episodes and he's had enough. That's right. I, we still are waiting on Faith Hill Proof. Okay. All right. Well, I have it. Yeah. I have it. Sure you do. Sure you do. We want to see your name in liner notes. Name in line that's not likely. Yeah. <laughs> and if you tell me that the song This Kiss was about you, I'm walking. Definitely not. Okay. You're right. you're safe to sit. Wow. Wow. So <laughs> we're uh get comfortable. Yeah, there you go. So but yeah, he did kind of slam us a little bit. So yeah. but I know, it, you, I know you didn't mean it that way. <laughs> 
Yeah. I'm but, just trying to learn. Seriously, he was in only yeah. animated so far. Yeah, that's it. He's never done... Has he ever done anything live action at all? I, you know, I'm sure he's bound to have done something, but I've never seen anything, and certainly never done anything with, uh, in the, within the DC universe. Yeah, and he's the definitive Batman at this point. You know, he, he played Batman longer than anybody else. That's uh, true. You know, because uh, it was, what, a six or eight year run on Batman the Animated Series, plus all plus the specials. The, yeah, plus the Batman... Batman the Animated Series, which became Batman Adventures or something. Yeah, something I can't like remember. That. Batman and Robin Adventures, maybe. Yeah. We should know that. Yeah. Sorry. Take her geek card away, Jay. Yeah. Um, so anyway, it, yeah, yeah. Great Batman. So this is a step. And it's a, it's a different, same voice, same character, but a, but a new well, yeah. version. Well, so, so the so Batman Beyond series, which I never got much into. I don't know. Did you? Yeah, um, I really liked Batman Beyond a lot. So what was the uh, setup for Batman Beyond? Uh, Batman Beyond takes place 20, 30 years in the future. Um, and Batman has, uh, had a, uh, you know, as a, as a much older man and, you know, in his eighties or something and, oh, you know, yeah. fighting crime and is disabled through his fighting crime. He walks with a cane now, so he has to find a replacement for him and finds this guy in Terry McGinnis, who he trains to become the new Batman high tech uniform, uh, no cape anymore, but a uh, big red bat on his, on his, uh, on his chest and, uh, He's a Batman. That he's not, not. He's called Batman. He's not called Batman Beyond. The show's called Batman Beyond. But you know, we tend to call him Batman Beyond after that. Uh, and anyway, he serves as a mentor. He's in the uh, in the Batcave and kind of over a headset, almost like Jarvis and Iron Man. He's okay. kind of guiding and directing him. So it's it's pretty cool. And there's a little bit of a Spider Man vibe because Terry McGinnis is a younger guy, uh, and. Uh, and kind of goes into some things, you know, headstrong and without much caution. Of course, Batman has to call him back. Lack of discernment, yeah, that's maturity. Right. That's right. But it's—I always thought it was an interesting series, and to me, it was one of those that proved that Batman works so well in um, in all these different iterations that they they put him in. We talked about Gotham by Gaslight, you know, all the different ways you see Batman, and this is uh, to me, it was just a really good series. Okay. Well, speaking of Spider-Man, so were we? You yeah, we were. You I were. Said you I got did. that little tingle a minute ago. Did you? It's almost did like you? Your, your spidey sense. <laughs> so we haven't talked about Far From Home, and Art has not seen Far From I Home. I have not seen it. Then that's that's what you can take my geek card away for. <laughs> there, yeah, I'm, I'm really. Yeah, I'm just off of this whole superhero kick. <laughs> yeah, I'm a little disappointed in you, Art. I'm sure. Uh, but Jay, you've seen it. What'd you think? I thought it was great. I mean, I realize it's very general, but it to me it was. Um, it had some twists in it that I wasn't uh, expecting, and a lot of it's because I don't have as much background as a character. But I guess we're we're doing the, even though Art hasn't seen yeah, it, we're, go ahead we're free and do to it. spoil. Yeah, I mean, that's, um, I think at this point I have have lost all, you know. So well, my son had told me something because I had never seen Mysterio, and so I saw the previews, the trailers, and all that, and he said that you know he was kind of a bad guy, and I thought, well, it's not showing that in the trailer. The trailer left it up kind of he could be good he was doing good things and uh kind of left it hanging there uh, you weren't really sure who the villain was or if it was this it was this big creature coming out of the water or out of the whatever and uh so that was interesting that you know they defeat the villain real early in the movie and then then you get this twist of, of who the, the villain really so, is so the, now, so was he an alternate earth Mysterio? no and so okay uh, he he proposed it to be an alternate earth and he called you know he he uh, the the Marvel Prime universe is six one six. Yes, six one six. So he even he even name checked and said, you know, I'm on Earth X X Y eight three three eight three three, and this is Earth eight 
uh, 616. And so he, he pulls that geek to in. But it turns out the guy playing Mysterio was actually a Stark employee. Oh. And so he, he invented something that so, BARF was the yeah. acronym for. BARF? Yeah. Uh, okay. So you remember when, Spy, when uh, Tony Stark went into the virtual uh, recreation of the last moments with he and his dad and mom? Yes. When uh-huh. they're DH. When at, uh, yeah. at MIT? Or, yeah, it yeah. was at MIT. So the, the, so top, the Mysterio character invented that. Tony Stark claimed it as, an, as his own, fired oh. him. That's so, interesting. That's very mm-hmm. interesting. So you've got that virtu- that augmented virtual reality thing. Yeah. And so uh, somehow they found out that uh, um, that Tony Stark had left this this system called Edith to talk to uh, Spider Man to Peter Parker. Edith is uh, the next version of the virtual assistant that controls all the Stark Empire. Edith stands for Even Dead, I'm the Hero. Oh, yeah. Okay. So it's a pair of glasses. All a pair of glasses. Yeah. Like yeah. glasses. Yeah. Gotcha. And so um, um, it, it, Spider-Man gets, Peter Parker gets Edith. Uh, Mysterio comes out of nowhere. They create these disasters, quote unquote, that are implemented with drones and uh, virtual reality projection units. So it looks like these elementals are coming in right. with the whole idea of winning Peter Which Parker. the elementals will also from the comic book, right? Yeah. Well, what I read were, this morning, they had different names. They yeah. weren't called the elementalists. Okay. It was like Molten Man, Hydro Man, Sandman, and Cyclone are the, okay. sort of the characters that were turned into the elementals. So the traditional Sandman is yeah. one of the elementals in yeah. this movie. Something okay. like that, yeah. So, But the whole idea was this ruse to have um, Peter Parker trust Mysterio to give him Edith because Mysterio, because Peter Parker felt he wasn't worthy, and you have this valiant hero from uh, across the universe saving his Earth was destroyed. He's trying to save our Earth, yada, yada, yada. Here you go, Mr. Mysterio, take it. And so he voice activates, turns it over to Mysterio, and then he becomes the villain. Ah. And so um, at that point, Mysterio has to kill Peter Parker and his friends who know the truth or have figured out what's going on. And so it becomes kind of a chase caper there at the end. And, um, and the twist is he does. Well, <laughs> yeah. Well, and, and then they defeat Mysterio. But uh, so in the in the stinger, they all go back home. Right. And so uh-huh. in, in one of the stingers in the credits, um, Mary Jane and, and Peter are going for this, you know, ride through Manhattan and they pop on top on a, on a web, on a web, they're not on oh, a bus. Okay. They're, yeah, slinging, they're yeah. slinging, they're through slinging through Manhattan. Manhattan and cab, and yeah. so they, 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 <laughs> they stop and, uh, there was it times Time square, square, I think. And so the, the, uh, News comes up or something. And it's and, Jonah Jameson, right? And so it's Jonah Jameson it, from from. And I read this this morning. Okay, who's playing Jonah uh, Jameson? Uh, you Simmons. know who? Yeah, they yeah. got him. Okay, they got him. Are so very, dum, da, dum, dum, yeah. No, no, he's the original Jonah Jameson from, from the, the from the Tobey Maguire. Wasn't that? He played same guy. Same it's guy. The same guy. The farmer's yeah. commercial. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But, so he, you, <laughs> but, but I'm saying. <laughs> what are you arguing me before? But the reason they have him in there is it's not, not because the of farmers, farmers commercial. commercial. <laughs> oh, I know that. <laughs> yeah. But he was he was originally Jonah Jameson in another yeah. set yeah. of movies, not yeah. this set. And arguably the greatest Jonah Jameson 
No ever. argument. He is yeah. the greatest. Yeah. Jones. And so they got him back in. And so he rails against uh, Mysterio records this thing on his death saying Spider-Man's about to kill me. He's Peter Parker. And then Jonah Jameson at the Daily Bugle dot net, a very um, a very Alex Jones ish sort of uh, website sort of things like this guy is a minister society. We must hunt him down, blah, 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 blah. And so you've got the uh, Spider-Man public enemy number one phase there. So is this the end of the movie? Is it? It's in credits. That's in credits. Yeah. yeah that's oh, credits. that's yeah. great. That's, that's great. A, and then, then the next stinger is you have uh, Nick Fury and uh, and um, what's her face? <laughs> that was kind of uh, weird. Yeah. Um, oh, Agent Mariah Maria. Cole, yeah. Kobe. Yeah, but I can't it's her Agent name Hill in the movie. Agent Ryan. Hill. Yeah. And so you've got a shot of them in a car. This is at the very end. Turns out they're scrolls. Oh, really? Yeah. And and, and uh, Nick Not Fury just any scroll though the one the yeah, same one that was in Talos there. and uh, his wife. And so Fury is up in the scroll spaceship in Marvel spaceship uh, on a vacation with a bunch of other scrolls. Not saying he's a scroll, but with a bunch of scrolls. Right. And it, I think they're setting up sword. Mm, okay. Now that you know, Shield fell. So Sword Jay gives me the quizzical look. Was yeah. the space version of Shield to okay. pr- to protect from take over for Shield? Or was it a different arm of Shield? It was a. a I, I always thought they were kind of kind of equal. Yeah. So, but Captain Marvel was involved in Sword in the comic books. So, um, so that was kind of that was kind of fun. So That's pretty cool. You're setting up Phase Four, and it was a great bookend for Phase for Phase Three. Three. Yeah, because it was Spider-Man: Far From Home was the official end of Phase Three, right? And the official end of That's the right. Thanos storyline, which That's right. was Phase One, Two, and Three, right? Sure. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, and I saw something today that the writers of Endgame, uh, they 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 say that that Captain America, the Steve Rogers, was at. Peggy Carter's funeral. Yeah, they said he'd always existed in, in Winter Soldier. Yeah. And there's actually a pallbearer with silver hair mm-hmm. that you see and they're thinking, "Hey, is that is that Captain America? Is that Steve Rogers with Steve Rogers?" You know, and doesn't that violate some sort of temporal yeah. rule? <laughs> Probably. But who sets those rules? Yeah. Doctor Who. There indeed. we go. Indeed. There we're we're back. Back. Ooh, indeed. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. Timey yeah, wibbly. That's right. So timey wimey, wibbly wobbly, space. Which time. cousin said we did this too much? Yeah, I don't know. Okay, probably all of them. Yeah. So anyway, speaking of Endgame, I was reading something saying that Sony and whoever you know handles Spider Man, when they announced, apparently they announced the release date before they even started filming, and the Endgame folks were were saying like, wait a second. You know, we're going to have Endgame in April. You're saying Spider-Man's coming in July, and Spider-Man got dissolved along with MJ and Ned, I think. So how are you going to market this? So, I mean, that's just kind of a side note to the to the movie. Mm-hmm. But but it was a – they managed to do it, but there was some kind of a overlapping of how we're going to start this marketing for Spider-Man when Spider-Man's not alive yet until April. Yeah, and everybody had those problems, you yeah. know. So – but yeah, it uh, it's a great movie. It really is very lighthearted. 
um, bigger in scope than an Ant-Man movie. Mm-hmm. And and the death of Tony Stark does play a, um, a big role in it. So. Yeah, and back well, in the I think it's still on, so maybe I can go see it before yeah, it, it may go off this weekend. But maybe well, and you won't it. remember any of this anyway. Oh, no. I wasn't paying attention. I never yeah. do. And I was Googling <laughs> uh, Mysterio this morning because I just wanted to see about the backstory and you know, because I'd never – really read much about him but yeah. apparently his character in the comics is completely different i mean the the uniform is the same yeah the idea is the same but instead of the in the comics he was a was like an actor a, was it was an was actor yeah. stunt man man yeah. kind yeah. of thing uh and had to do with um visual effects right and now he's you know this tony stark thing so that's something that they added i think that's a pretty good movie. adaptation but, of his but character. still but still visual effects yeah yeah, yeah. the the same idea was mm-hmm. was put forth yeah. yeah it was really cool uh highly recommend it so, um, well, speaking of superheroes that are fictional, well, I guess the as opposed to, <laughs> yeah, well, no, in, a, in a text this week, Robbie said, use the word realistic and superheroes in the same sentence, yeah. right. <laughs> but, yeah. but you don't understand Oxymoron. that. Too. Yeah. So the boys on Amazon prime, uh, I, I boys, I have benched the whole thing. Highly recommend. Really? Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. I didn't I don't realize have no that. Con- and how many have you gotten through? One. Okay, that's yeah. what my brother-in-law asked me. He had gotten through one and said, have you, are you watching this? And I said, well, no, Robbie Koblenz likes it a lot, though. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Uh, I had no contracts involved in my watching of the boys. Um, it's, um, it's pretty Except rough. don't watch it with the boys. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, After you got kicked out of football camp for being a band nerd. That's right. <laughs> you have something to I do. went over to my corner of my <laughs> iPad sniffling with my AirPods. I'm going to watch the boys. <laughs> How many episodes is it? Uh, eight. Eight. And it's on Amazon Prime. It's on Amazon Prime. So, great cast. Um, you know, headed by Dr. McCoy. So, you know, Keith. Oh, Carl and, Urban. Carl Urban, not Keith yeah, Urban. Keith Urban. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Jake tours with Keith sometimes. <laughs> when he's not on stage with Faith Hill, right. Jay can be found with Keith Urban. <laughs> oh my goodness! Anyway, so the the whole premise of the show is not to give you away too many spoilers, but it's in a world where superheroes are actually uh, owned and marketed by corporations. There's this one big corporation, the Vought Corporation, that uh, uh, employs these guys, and so they're private entities. And you see behind the curtain, and there is um, all kinds of uh, narcissism and and pride and um it's the anti super friends almost and it, it's interesting that the characters they built out you've got homelander which is the superman stand-in almost identical you've got black nor who is the mute spider-man uh, i mean not spider-man uh batman uh you have the deep which is the aquaman character yep. uh you've got a train which is the flash character queen mave who is Wonder, Wonder Woman. Woman. Yeah. Uh, you have Translucent, which is an invisible man, which there's not really a... Is he just invisible? There's no... I mean... Yeah, that's it. Yeah, pretty much. But, but well, in no episode one so far, he's just... Well, no, invisible. plus his skin, his, 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 his skin is uh, impenetrable. I can never say that word. <laughs> Invulnerable? Yeah, all that. Yeah. Those. Um, Can't cut this. Da-da-da-da. <laughs> you... Sh- can yeah. get this. You, Sorry, <laughs> just wait a couple episodes. And uh, there's a character called the Lamplighter who retires, and they bring in a new character, a new hero called uh, Star- Starlight. Starlight. And so the huh. 
the whole the whole thing and she's kind of like a power girl almost uh-huh. and the whole the whole dra- dramatic premise is starlight who's worshiped these people uh from afar she's been asked to be part of the seven which is the top tier super team and reading in the comic book synopses jay there's uh, all kinds of farm teams that the that the vaught corporation has there's a uh, the, is that like the Nubian prince? Yeah, that was in this first episode. He wasn't a. He's not in the seven, but his name was batted around. Yeah, so you've got uh, you've got kid teams. You've got uh, a few other teams that they they kind of farm up through. So it's it's a real interesting take on superheroes, and it's not that they're evil, but it's just that they're corrupted. Does that make sense? It does, pretty much. So, uh, but it's very graphic. It's very profane. It's, it's rated R. Yeah, TVMA to, yeah, to be correct. To be it's, correct, but if you were putting it in in uh, in the rating system. Do you R. think you'll continue to watch it, Jay? I think possibly. The The worst part, I think, was in the first. Now, I, I mean, I no. just can't get around. It's not. No. <laughs> it gets worse. Okay. No. <laughs> My thing is, it's it could still be gritty and not be quite to the level that it is. Yeah, that's kind of that's, that's, just, that's usually the thing I kind of walk kind of run into but too. you know the they do you remember the old damage control comic books are yeah. in marvel where mm-hmm. you had these teams that would come up and clean up after superhero battles right and so this has got an element of that in what's the real casualty and injury cost of bystanders in superhero battles you know when you throw somebody into a wall they're not going to jump up and go you're going to have bones protruding um you know <laughs> that's i forgot about that i thought her it was starlight but it's Star yeah Brown, yeah there you go that's uh it's kind of close yeah well, yeah actually it is that's actually great who was it was that wasn't kirsten was it? No, no that it was, was uh, uh Lindsay. oh yeah i forget about Lindsay. Yeah. so in her former life art was in it her whole name for her, protect her own identity art was a uh, creative director of an ad agency that we did some work with and uh, he created superhero cards for all of uh, all of his coworkers. <laughs> Art was Doctor Q. That's right. Rock on. Yeah. So it uh, yeah it was fun stuff. But anyway, yeah, it's very gritty and it's <laughs> it's very um, it's gross at some points, but incredibly well done. Going to season two, and um, so you'll have opportunities to hang out with the boys. So what more. I should have done is made this really raunchy, and maybe I could have. You wouldn't be here. Yeah. Yeah. No, I would not be here, but maybe not for the reasons we think. Yeah. I, I was saying that, you know, if, if you'd beat them to their own game. What yeah. was interesting is the boys started as a DC property. Well, on, I was going to ask you the, who did the comic book. So it was, uh, oh, I can't remember who did the comic book. Who cares about No, artists? I mean, the publishing. Uh, it was the. Uh, yeah, the, no, no one cares about the artist. Nobody cares about the artist at all. Uh, Wildstorm, was that their okay. imprint? Yeah, that was their, uh-huh. That was a DC imprint. Though. And so DC thought that that the boys was too graphic even for them and they canceled it um but they allowed the creators to shop it around Uh and so they ended up going to dynamite entertainment okay that makes sense yeah what else has dynamite got i don't remember what else dynamite uh i think dynamite does a lot of uh like uh i know they do i don't say they do the john carter adaptations now which uh 
I'm going to see if I can pull that up. On the not the same website. Dynamite magazine I got. No. Dynamite. <laughs> yeah. Great. Man, I loved Dynamite when I was a kid. Man, you know, what was the reading club that you would uh, you would get that from in, in school? I, I remember being the club. But was it a classic book club? It was a classic book club. Oh, oh, man. And I you'd order it. your books, and that was just such an exciting time when that box came in. Oh, you know, it was great. Things, yeah. Oh, man. I'm it, sure I still have some Dynamite magazines I, I know I do somewhere. But, but anyway, so they allowed the creators to shop it around. Dynamite bought it and or or published it and it became a uh, a hit for them so yeah dynamite does uh they do a lot of vampirella stuff now they have the bionic man which is a six million dollar man adventures <laughs> yeah and they're uh like i said they do uh some edgar rice burroughs properties including uh john carter of mars and deja thoris and uh who is his wife and and tarzan are all are part of those you know and, we uh, need to some we- and some in a lot of cases, they've also got Red Sonja, I see now, but uh, and probably had it for a while. But they do um, some of the illustrations in it are, you know, like uh, R-rated t- type things. Okay, yeah, so. a touch edgy. So. Yes. Yeah, we should do a uh, Edgar Rice Burroughs episode. We oh, should that do, would be great. I'd we love should to do, do a John Carter. I, I love John Carter, uh, the Disney John Carter of Mars. Yeah, I, I thought it was a great movie. They 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 mismarketed it. Yeah, that was a movie I've been waiting for. You know as long as I can remember because I read those when I was real young and uh, they were inspirations for a lot of what we see certainly Star Wars uh, but going back in, as far as Flash Gordon and things as well so yeah we'll we'll save that but we'll yeah that, that would be, I thought they did a great adaptation and it was just completely a victim of marketing it, it was mm-hmm. it was so but I would suggest the boys. I would probably not contract that one with the wife. Um, yeah. Although she's usually the one that watches. You know, she likes Handmaid's Tale. You know, oh, she likes she those might, kind of things. So. She might. Like, had, I have not watched season. What's the current Handmaid? Is it three? Se- I think it's right. Three. Yeah. yeah she's I, in. She's watching that right now. I've not watched it. I heard it's. But I did. I did tell her about the boys. In fact, after we got your recommendation uh, last night or or this weekend. And uh, she said, yeah, I wasn't sure she wanted to watch that or not. She, you know, doesn't know, know about the superheroes not being super. Yeah. Yeah. Is there any, and, uh, are any of the characters redeemable? Or Absolutely. Redeemable? Okay. Absolutely. Yeah. There's really only, um, there's really only one or two characters that are just like, yeah. Um, and there's a couple who don't care anymore because they've been kind of, you know, beat over the head. Mm-hmm. Then you've got the, uh, the, the, the Starbright character, Starlight, Starbright, Starlight. first star I see tonight. And her uh, sidekick, My Little Pony. I'm yeah, just... there you go. <laughs> almost, almost. Oh, my gosh. Not, they're, not really, they're not really doing that. Are no, they? no, no, they're not. She, she's very much the idealistic. She's yeah, the superhero okay. we all deserve. Okay, I got you. So, as opposed to Batman. So, anyway. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so I guess if you could sum up our, our conversation here, if you're going to watch this with your kids, don't go see Spider-Man. Yeah. yeah. If you're going to don't don't watch yeah. the boys with them. So it, like if you want to watch something with your wife, do the contract to watch Downton Abbey. If you want something to take your kids to see, go see Spider-Man Far From Home. And if you want to download something on your iPad for times later when you're by yourself, watch the boys. Okay. All right. Something for everyone. <laughs> yeah, we we are uh, equal opportunity provider. Multiverse. Yeah. There you go. All right. Well, that wraps it for this week, guys of a certain age. You got anything else to add to our uh, to our Monday recording here? I have not. I'm going to check out the boys. See, you know, at least do one episode and see how that works out. And I guess I need to start watching John Carter. 
Yes. Yeah. And that's a whole nother episode for a whole nother time. Yeah. That, that's a good idea, though. We'll talk yeah. about John Carter, ERB, all together. There you go. Excellent. Thanks, guys, for listening. As always, if uh, if you like us, give us that five-star review and leave a good review. If you don't like us, please give us a five-star, and then you can blast us in the comments. So thanks for listening. See you later.